Hi, I'm Emily from Sex with Emily. Good Vibrations carries the hottest toys and vibes. I love the Jeju Mimi because it's discreet yet powerful and great for couple sex. Find out how much pleasure your body can really handle. Use coupon code EMILY for 15% off at goodvibes.com. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Sign up for our goddamn mailing list because you know what? Not only will you get the biggest mistakes, five biggest mistakes, five biggest mistakes you're making in bed if you're a man or a woman, you can choose, but I send you emails, but I don't bombard you. They're actually informative and interesting and our website's got lots of cool stuff on it, videos blogs all that stuff <laughs> check it check it i'm here with menace today hello what up, i was menace? just thinking the five you're you're struggling through the five biggest yeah i don't mistakes, know why i'm like stumbling but you're probably you know tired you, no you you said you were uh, going out drinking lately yeah you're out on the town I in went los on a angeles date. yep i got drunk a little bit i don't yeah i am going out in town in los angeles okay we got it okay now that we live in LA and we are closer to Vegas and you go to Vegas all the time. Yep. I would like to go with you one time <gasps> and we re- finally we've been promising yes. forever to record the drunk show. Right. We're going to get drunk and do a drunk show. I think that would yes. be great. And we've been talking it, about this for oh, 4 years, 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 years and I'm sorry people that we have it would just we just never had a really good space where we could do it. Right. And now that we're close to Las Vegas, we could totally just drive to Vegas and like record it in a, a hotel I know. room. And I have an event there. I mean, every September I go to the International Lingerie Show, September and April. So September, I mean, well, we can go before then too. Yeah. I would love it. It's only four hours away. So I think we should do more live shows. And People like actually a, want us to. Yeah. And you got a billion uh, interns now, so they yeah. can just drive us. It's like San Francisco again. Now yeah. I've got these great interns here. Right. They could drive us. We'll make the interns drive us and, and have fun because we always have a good time in Vegas. And people do want us to do more live shows places. Yeah. So we could do them around the Los Angeles area. It'd be fun. But um, yeah, I could drink. I could drink two glasses of wine and then I'm out because oh, no. I'm drunk. Like I seriously like went on a date last night actually and I had just two glasses and I and I, I haven't been drinking lately. I don't, you know, and I'm not even big drinker. I'm, I'm like, I was oh, like no. hung over. Not, not now anymore. It's been a while. the ear off too. He actually grilled me the whole time, believe it or not, I'm sure you about loved my it. life. I didn't love I was like, oh, I could talk about me. That's great. He was cute, though. It was interesting. But uh, what people else is going on? He fixing me up with people, different yeah. people. Who's I fixing mean, you Tinder, up? I mean, Tinder, I had to like avoid, just it was too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Just the, all the conversations, like another app mm-hmm. to check. But like friends, like random friends. I mean, oh, I've got this guy. Because I have friends in LA from. Mm-hmm college, high school, summer camp, but they live here. I've reconnected with them and every time they meet a single guy, they're like, you'll like Emily. So, yeah, I've been going on a few <laughs> You're dates like here and there. like the go-to friend? I'm like the go-to single friend because I guess a lot of people aren't single. But they're fun, you know, he uh, paid for my valet. Okay, here's the thing in LA. Mm-hmm. So, valet parking, everyone paid for my valet and the tip. I thought that was very nice. And the dinner. The whole nice. thing. Nice. And it was interesting <laughs> conversation. I like him. I can't tell, like, we texted today and he's like, let's hang again soon. Isn't that like, what does that mean? Like, let's hang again soon. Does that mean uh, he was trying to see if you 
would respond yes. But hang is he, like, let's go. No, like, no, no. You know, run some errands. That's, no, that's just how guys talk. You're looking too much into it. I'm being but such a chick right now. Yeah, I think it's just he's seen if you say yes, and then he'll probably make more of a of a stable, okay. solid plan. I mean, I like him. He's divorced, his real job, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then what other dates have I gone on? Nothing. I mean, I, I've met guys here and there. It's just been busy. But life in LA has been great. I it's mean, crazy. I can't you, believe it's been a year and a half. Yeah, you're uh, doing Loveline. Doing Loveline. Everyone should check it because I'm on every Thursday night, 10 to midnight. But it's also their podcast. You can listen yeah. to the Loveline podcast with that Dr. Was, Drew and Mike Catherwood. That was the biggest thing with Loveline's podcast. They had it paid for a long time. Right, and we the, we tried that too. And it just, I I, you guys just want for free, you greedy bastards. And We tried that. That was like the dark ages of sex with Emily. <laughs> I tried to pay for that. I had to make a goddamn living, people. You don't yeah. know. I was like living out of my car, basically. <laughs> so... Uh, Luckily, we don't do that anymore. You got a large team and you're able to, you know, get advertisers and stuff like that. But that was the big thing with Loveline that their podcast never did well because they started. Right. It was a paid thing. But now it's not paid. And you're on Thursday. Thursday nights. Yep. So listen so, to the podcast that's released on Friday. On Friday or Thursday night. You're on there. And it's, yeah, it's interesting to hear you on with other with other people. What do you think? Do I sound different? I think you totally sound different. I think that you sound maybe I make you nervous, but you sound way more confident on, on the air on Loveline than you do with me. Maybe because I, I, I really? grill you so much. That's why I sound more confident. Yeah, I think you you sound like you know what you're you're doing. Because here I don't <laughs> sound like I know what I'm doing. Well, here the you're all over. People who listen to the show. I think you're all over the place with me. But see, I'm not allowed to be all over the place there because yeah. first of all, it's about the callers who call in, which has mm-hmm. been really interesting. I love having people call in. Um, and also, just so you guys all know, I've never mentioned this on the show. I don't, well, maybe I have. But on Thursday nights, between 8.30 and 9.30, Pacific Standard Time, you can always call in because I do record a podcast at the Loveline Studio, and the number is 1-800-LOVE-191, I think, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so if you have sex questions, you're like, I'm going to write you an email, oh, I'll just call her. Call me then. Well, you should tweet at that time. We do. Time and we do. say, call in. Well, we're going to start doing that more so. So but. if people, uh, you know, they forget, just follow you on Twitter and yeah. set your alarm and call in. I mean, that's great. Yeah. I wish we could do we could do call-ins and I stuff know. like that. I know. We but. can eventually, but you could, um, yeah, follow me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, it's all sex with Emily. And ask, yeah. people ask me questions there too. And today's show is all about the peeps' emails. Good. Because we love hearing from you. I've been getting tons of emails again on my Facebook page, which is um, facebook.com slash sex with Emily, and also on Twitter. And just the regular feedback at sex with Emily. So we can get into that right now if you'd like. Do it. The questions. And that's there anything burning you have to tell me. Uh, nothing burning. Okay. <laughs> so I guess first sex in the news, though, before we get to the email, we have to talk about the Ila Vista um, shootings, yes. which were devastating. I was watching television, just watching the parent, the father of one of the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, a quaint college community near Santa Barbara was shocked Friday, May 24th. 22-year-old Elliot Roger went on a killing spree, stabbed three of his roommates to death, and went on to shoot three more people in the community before turning the gun on himself and taking his own life. And this has just been huge in the news. I mean, I do not think this is going away. Um, his rants and his his YouTube video and his, his writings. and Yeah, it's just crazy how this is happening more and more all the all the time. And I think it's it's how kids are being raised these days. I mean, this guy mean? this guy definitely had a mental uh, issue, right? Mental issue and I think, but the way that kids are getting raised raised these days, and this guy having a mental issue might have in, enhanced it. 
I think kids these days, they don't know how to deal with uh, being rejected. They don't have as much, right. um, you know, interaction with people in real life. I, you know, my, uh, my girlfriend's brother, he, he doesn't see his friends face to face. They talk through, you know, the Xbox. Right. And so there's not really a lot of human interaction. You don't get and to practice. Like, yeah. And when kids these days, you know, they have soccer games where kids don't have winners. Like, you know, like, so kids don't know, like, oh, sometimes you don't get everything that you want. Right. You know, sometimes you are going to get rejected and you're going to have to learn how to deal with that. Right. Because he talked a lot about women and like how he felt so, so much rejection from women is what yeah. we're referring to. And, and a lot of guys go through that. And you're right. If you're not mm. even getting the practice of talking to women and experiencing that because you're online all the time. You're not going to mm-hmm. excel, men or women, learning to talk. Yeah. I don't understand why everything. I hate relationships that go on over text. I just, like, cut those now. Yeah, and I, it's, I don't know. Like, I think that uh, and it is people, about confidence people and, need to be raised. We have to go back to, you know, you don't get everything that you want. You right. don't get your way. You don't get babied, you know. Life is tough. I'm sorry. It's not. He was totally all, taken care of too. He had wealthy yeah. parents. Um, you know, he the, the yeah. video. He has like a BMW. He had like full care around that. But it's amazing that he had all this care around the clock, mm-hmm. like hands-on psychologist, psychiatrist, and he still went yeah. on this ramp. And a lot of people want to know, like, is he a misogynist? Um, does and he it, hate women? But I, I it's think weird it's weird. more than that. Yeah, I think it's definitely more than that. It's weird that all my my gay buddies think that he was, he was actually gay. that he was gay, and I'm not saying that he went and killed a bunch of people because he was gay. But why did he kill a bunch of guys first? You know, and why? But his I whole mean, manifesto was about women and being rejected. Yeah, it. and it's like maybe he like had an inner struggle of like who he was. You know, right? Exactly. And so I mean, we're never gonna know because the guy, uh, you know, killed himself. He took the coward way out right. and not facing like what he did. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It is so hard to even try to even understand. I know you can't. And then there's this yet hashtag. Stuff. Yes. All women. Mm-hmm. It's a hashtag, um, on, on Twitter and probably everywhere. Instagram, yeah. um, inspired by his misogynistic rants trending on Instagram and Twitter. Um, since Saturday, people can share examples of gender based harassment. The campaign is successful because it drew an outside outsiders instead of just preaching, you know, to the feminist choir, they were just all responding to it. But I don't know that it was just about, I think he was just a confused kid who kind of hated everyone and didn't feel accepted. Mm-hmm. Didn't, had, had low self-confidence, obviously, because maybe and, and mental issues. So who knows? That could all, you know, when you have any kind of mental impair, um, impairments, like that will yeah, give you low then, self-esteem. Like he's functioning as a normal human, but yeah. he still feels like You have mental issues. You're getting rejected by, you know, people all around you. And then you're just... You're just gonna go crazy, right. and you know? there's a certain like sense of entitlement that he's gonna be having everything you know given to him yeah. because his whole life has been that way, and he wasn't getting that attention mm-hmm. from either women or men, whatever it is. So that was very tragic. And watching the parents again, my mom, when my dad died when I was 19, which is a long time ago. My mom, like, not the most ner- My mom's amazing, but mm-hmm. she's like, well, at least you didn't lose a kid because that'd be worse. Not that she lost a kid, but she yeah. said that's how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to lose a parent first. And losing a kid is the most tragic. I could just imagine, yeah. Yeah, and then she's right, I'm sure. Thanks, mom, though, for the comforting then. But but I feel do feel like watching that guy's face with his daughter. I mean, you just it's mm. her, his only child. He was 22 years old. You know, was killed. It was just very sad. It's terrible. So okay, but moving on to more news, which <laughs> is right. a little lighter per usual. Um, and ear- I don't want to get like tweeted about it and stuff like that. We no. just like brought it up. And I just brought it up because I feel like, like I have to recognize it. Yeah, and- I definitely. 
I, I don't even want to try to begin to understand it and have reasons why why it happened. I don't even, you yeah, know? who am I to say? Um, hopefully, somehow we find different ways to deal with mental illness. Everyone knew this guy had uh, mental it, uh, health issues. You know, the cops even went to his house. I don't feel bad for the cops that weren't able, because of the law, weren't able to search his house and find all these guns that were in his house. Right. Um, you know, the because I've seen I've seen crazy people I've dated crazy people where they they're in a room with somebody and they act like they're totally normal but when they're with you they're right. like switch to- goes off. They, the switch goes off and then somebody walks back in the room they're acting to- totally right. normal again so you can't put it on Right on the police because there's just so people are there's they're because people are blaming everyone. they're just trying to find answers to yeah. it but really he was a disturbed childhood and we just need to find a better way to somehow deal with uh, with mental health and it's, right. it's hard because you can't just it's not right there in front of your right face. and it's not linear sometimes if you're if you have mental health issues you can be up you can be down I mean it changes mm-hmm. he was on different meds it's just okay so um yeah and don't email me angry stuff either if i said anything that made you angry <laughs> yeah, but you please. can see my menace i can't take it um okay so here's this let's thing. talk about boning instead okay so how about <laughs> earbuds to enhance porn viewing hits the market really a taiwan-based company wins w-a-n-d-z announced okay. today the release of earbuds designed especially to enhance porn viewing Company reps say the headphones called Ladobe focus more on voices than sounds and reportedly make female voices more pleasing and less sharp, while making male voices fuller and rounder. Hmm. The product website, lovepals.com, P-A-L-Z, calls the Ladobe experience so close, so real, so 4D experience to watching porn. The $39 for the earbuds, the site says only... It's not that bad. No, it's not bad. 1,000 Ladobies are available for purchase. Uh, it includes the fa- flagship prop, uh, product, Love Pals, as the mm-hmm. world's best interactive toys for internet love. Now, a lot of porn is about sound, right? For guys, like, Or for men and women, the thing that turns out a lot of sound. Not just the viewing, but like the sound of a woman makes when you're like having sex with her and stuff, like that kind of thing. Really, yeah, yeah. I but we're talking about viewing, viewing and stuff like that. I I don't know. I think a lot of guys, you know, because where they're masturbating, they're not able to turn up the sound. They don't live, yeah. in the forest of Montana or something right. like that. And maybe uh, having earbuds would be better, but you wouldn't be able if somebody walks in. I'll be afraid, right? Somebody walks in, I can't hear anything, and I'm just like, I know that's another thing. You got to lock your doors, I'm make sure if you got these up. earbuds on. Exactly, <laughs> that is a great point. Um, but yeah, probably if you live alone, uh, the earbuds would probably uh, come enhance in handy. your experience. Why, Why not? not? It's 40 bucks. Try it. Try it. Yeah. Okay. A man invents a tip only condom. Oh, I saw this online. Yeah. So uh, Charlie, Powell, Charlie Powell from Torrance, California has invented the galactic cap, a, minimal, a minimalistic condom that covers only the tip of the penis for potentially more powerful orgasms and reduced visibility. The galactic cap is a two-piece affair that combines a U-shaped polyurethane adhesive film and a flexible cap that sticks to the film. So I'm just wondering here, it says it has, you have more sensitivity during sex, but how does it stay on? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand why it doesn't slip off. Does it have some kind of like death grip to your penis? If it's uh, just a cap? Yeah, I didn't actually click on the article. I just saw the, the title of it. Um, so he's trying to raise money for clinical trials, and there's some YouTube video about it that gives an in-depth description. I'm I mean, sure you'll link idea. it on the Sex of Emily Yeah, we could link it on the Sex of Emily site. That sounds like a great idea. But we can get into the emails now. Okay, go. but I did hear about another story that I have to share. Oh, with you. share, go. Um, 
it was a sexual story about role playing. So they were playing like um, dragons and fairies or something like that. And the guy uh, handcuffed the girl and put the keys in her vagina and she had a UID, what are those things called? And the key got stuck oh, into that. in her birth control thing. Yeah. And, yeah. and then so they had to get it It's an insertion removed. that women use it to, yeah. for birth control so they don't have their period for like six months. Or yeah, and it got the key got stuck in there and they had to get it uh, removed. It's like sex sent me to the ER, that show. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. So look People, out. People, be careful. And yeah, you shouldn't be sticking your... dirty keys in her vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, be careful of what you stick in the vagina. Even if you use toys... Mm-hmm. Which are great, you know. I love toys. Yeah, Make sure you like, clean them in between uses. But that's all. Don't use don't use sugary things. Like even if you want to pour mm-hmm. champagne in your girlfriend's vagina and lick it, don't do that. Nothing oh sugary. Oh my god, it reminds me. Oh of my another, god, vagina licking reminds you of something else. No, Go ahead. another champagne? sex toy. What? Next sex toy thing gone bad. Okay, this was this one's bad. So I heard about this other story where, um, because I read a lot of news every day for doing a morning show, and this one there. They wanted to enhance their sex life, so they brought in toys into the situation. And, uh, you know, the whole thing about uh, anal stimulation for guys and with, you know, male women prostate, and male yeah. prostate, I guess, you know, it's a big thing. And so they're using... good for a lot of men, male g Yeah, so they're using a vibrator, but it was like a really small one, went up too far into his intestine, and he had to go to the doctors and... It was still it, vibrating. It was vibrating in his intestine while he's at the doctor, and this he had to get so it painful. surgically uh, removed. Like it's in his intestines and it's vibrating. That's oh my god, crazy, that's crazy! Right? Sounds crazy, painful, crazy, awful, and crazy embarrassing. I know. In the ER. Like, oh hey, uh, I got a vibrator inside me. I don't it's know about there. It was Can really you... weird. I was just you know yeah. chopping vegetables, and all of a sudden <laughs> it fell. Yeah, but a lot of men. You know, here's what inside I recommend for you, men. If you're interested in pleasuring your prostate, your male prostate, your behind, whatever it is. There's a lot of great sex toys for men that are for that. The little tiny bullets, not Mm -hmm. a good thing, but there's ones with like handles on, like it's like a butt plug, but you can like pull it out. It doesn't suck up your butt. (laughs) It's funny. No, because you're... That's crazy though. You always go to the butt plugs. And it was funny because the first time I ever, there was like a sex toy shop in the city that I I lived in when I was a teenager. Uh, Newark, California. How you doing? And, How you doing? And I remember my, me and my buddy, we were, we're like, oh, let's go in, let's go in. And then so we walk in, and the first thing that we see was that it was a toy. It was called the Anal Ripper. Oh, my God. I feel like you've to- – yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, ouch. That's not going to make a man want to uh, – Yeah. So, I mean, maybe some men – it was for somebody. It was crazy. Or for uh, women. Yeah. Or for women. That's true. Yeah, the anal ripper. I think I, I think brought, we could do better branding and, and better yeah, naming I've, for that. Even <laughs> the, even the sex toy before. dump truck is better than that. But the the uh, thing that I brought up, you know, many times on the show that, I mean, if you want a funny view of the whole milking the prostate thing for a guy, you got to watch the movie Road Trip. And it's like a big part of the movie. Because they... They just like bring it up and they're learning about it. It's a big thing. I mean, it's it's always been a thing. Pegging, Mm. it's called, like when a woman penetrates a man. But, you know, I'm not saying it's for every man. Most men don't want anything Mm. near. A lot of straight men. But... There are some who want to experiment, so there are some great toys. Out hey, there. you had some girl that was from like Australia one time. Oh, or Nikki, Doctor, she yeah. Australia? yeah, she's Australian. Yeah, was she blonde? Yeah, yeah, and she like came to San Francisco and she was just like strap on, she strap on with like a bunch of guys. I'm like, that's just crazy. That was like her. She was in sex school with me, and yeah. we were getting our San doctorate. San Francisco is insane. It is insane. But anyways, she, yeah, okay, she's insane. But some women <laughs> like it. you know, check out, check out everything, check out 
explore your sex life. Expand it. Do something mm-hmm. different. I'm not saying you need something stuck on your butt, but do something different. Yeah. That's what we're about. Okay, dear Emily, I'm 30 years old. I was married for 12.5 years to an abusive man. Then we divorced. I took time off from dating, then ended up dating another abusive man for 2.5 it's years. It's a pattern, always. Wow. Why am I attracting them. abusive men? How can I change this trend before I can get involved with another man? So she's already spent 15 years of her life uh-huh. in abusive relationships. I am now afraid to date or even have sex. They were both abusive in different ways. I have a small 10-year-old from the first relationship. She witnessed both abuses. I'm worried her vision of men is now ruined by me. Can you suggest how to date again? Wow. Sincerely, Fallon. She definitely has... I'm sorry. Heavy. This is a heavy one. What? Definitely she has d- what? Change her environment. She's probably finding the men in the same way that she found them before. Exactly. And, you know, uh, you definitely have to change the environment and find different type of people. Yeah. But that's so much easier said than done. Like people mm. tend to date like the bad boy or whatever. And mm. I, I would, I would suggest Fallon, I'm, I'm, I would thinking that maybe you saw some abuse while you were growing up mm. perhaps in your home, maybe your parents were abusive, um, to each other. And this is like, if you were 12.5 years in relationship, like if you said, Emily, I was six months, I'd say, okay, well we can work on this. But Honestly, I'm just going to say you're going to need some therapy right now and pull yourself out of the dating pool because I think that that abuse for 15 years that you just endured has deeply, deeply impacted you and your feelings towards men. I don't think you're ready to date yet. You just don't but get over it. once you dissect it and you figure out why you were attracted to these men and what what was going on, you know, you need to learn to like understand yourself, love yourself, and then learn to break that cycle of abuse if you take an extended break from relationships, which I think you can do. Um, about as far as your 10 year old, I, I feel, I think that, you know, she might need to do some talking as well. My parents sent me to therapy when I was 10. Look how healthy I am today. Totally. Um, that was for the divorce. At 10, I never crazy. told you that. I know. I just sat and drew pictures. Um, but yeah, cause my parents were, my, my family's always been like pro therapy. I know. Like, I just, uh, but uh, yeah, Fallon, I want you just to stop. We got to look at that. I mean, I, can't, I don't have more details about why you're dating these men, but I think that you just need to find some help. And again, whenever I tell people to get therapy, there's so many people like, no, I don't want to go. It's expensive. But let me tell you, there's a sliding scale. A lot of therapists will offer it. Ask around to friends. Your health insurance plan might give you 20 things a year, 20 sessions a year. There are ways to get therapy, even if you don't think that you have a lot of money because you're investing in your mental health is the most important thing that you can do. More than anything else you want to invest in, you have to get healthy mentally before mm-hmm. you could live a happy, healthy life. So yeah, it's you don't worth need spending to the jump money back on. into a relationship right away. Right, exactly. Um, okay, so we've got some more emails here. Dear Emily, I really enjoy your podcast. I have a question. I'm sure you received before, but here it goes. My husband and I have been together for almost six years. He's only the second person I've slept with. My first time being a one-night stand. When we were first together, my husband was sexual and open. Over time, though, our love life has become very bland, despite my attempts to bring a little excitement and passion to our lives. We go to our local adult, adult, adult bookstore, and when we are there, he seems really free and open. We bought toys and movies together, and I fully support and encourage sexual growth in a shame-free environment. But when we get home, he puts the purchases in the closet, and we never use them, even if I bring it up or bring it out of the closet. I love him, and I have no problem pleasuring myself, but I'd rather share the pleasure with him. Signed, Patty. Okay, it's please help like is this, what she says. This divorce court thing I just saw. What happened? Um, they were in divorce court after five months because uh, this woman, she was 34. She was a virgin. She just 
She had a one night. It always happens like this. She had some random one night stand uh, a little while before she met her husband. And then uh, she got with her husband and then she just became like a, a freak, like just constantly just wanting to have sex all the time. And he just he just couldn't keep up with it. That just became the the issue in the relationship. Right. And that's why they were getting a divorce. And uh, this came up on divorce and divorce? divorce court. OK. Yeah. And uh, he, she's he's like, yeah, she wants to do all these crazy uh, positions. She wants to handcuff me. She wants to call me, uh, wants me to call her the queen and all this, this, oh my uh, God. this crazy stuff. But what's even worse is she got an STD from the one night stand guy. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And then, so then that became also an issue. And the, the what were they? Okay. I guess everything comes up on, on. Yeah. On divorce court. On divorce court. Yeah. But, uh. That is actually not the worst thing, the worst story that I ever heard. What'd you hear? I just heard something recently that is absolutely awful. It was what? a phone caller that we had. And it was just like, uh, because, you know, I went to a bachelor party. Right? No? Yeah, I went to, because I, I was recently oh, right, right. at a wedding. And then, so I went to a bachelor party okay. in Las Vegas. And we're talking about all these bachelor parties and uh, bachelorette parties. And we uh, we got all these statistics on... You know who cheats on a bachelor party, and it was it was women cheat more than guys. Oh really? Oh yeah, because women go crazy. Men go crazy. They're hiring the prostitutes. You think you think that's happening, but it's really not happening. Like I guarantee you, like male bachelor parties are way more lame than a female bachelor party. Like female bachelor parties, they just go insane. And I've been hearing this more and more with uh, women that I know that are getting married. Like. The one last fling type thing. Oh, yeah. It is called one last fling. It's like, yeah, yeah, like one last. And they are like going more and more just going through with it. So anyways, uh, we're just sharing all these stories like, oh, what's the worst one that you heard? Get this, get this, uh, get this call from this girl. She's like, oh, my God. She's like, my girlfriends and I uh, went out. We went to Vegas and we met a bunch of guys. I was tired. So I went back home. And my friend that was getting married ended up going, hooking up with this guy, having <sighs> unprotected sex, right? And then she eventually, so like down the line, <laughs> down the line, she goes and she gets married. Everything's cool. Uh, she gets pregnant, but she uh, starts feeling really, really sick, like really bad. She goes to the doctor and finds out that she got HIV from from the guy, from from the other from guy. From the bachelorette party? Yeah, from the, the bachelorette party. The guy she slept with, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So uh, she doesn't tell the, uh, husband. the husband at all. Then eventually he starts getting sick. Oh and God, she's like, horrible. oh, I feel sick. Oh, she's like, oh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. He goes to the doctor, finds out. That he got This is it, horrible. Right? You had someone called into the Somebody, show? Yeah. And come to find, and then the baby also has HIV. Oh my God, this is ho- The worst story so, that so I ever, show. I know. The worst okay, I people, ever use heard. Use condoms if you're going to cheat. Okay, yeah, first of all. Don't cheat. Get, don't cheat. But if you if are. You're, if you're meeting you people, like random people condoms? in the club, like, come on. Yeah, but I guess you know what it is? People get so drunk and they make yeah, these decisions they, and they think, oh, I need to use a yeah, condom Yeah, but tonight. I know. No matter how drunk you get, you know what you're doing. Yeah, I guess so. I'm sorry. But no, but you, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you make rational, you make Yeah, yeah. Decisions. I mean, 
but you kind of know what you're doing. Yeah. You know? I know. But that's not an excuse. So carry a freaking condom in your pocket or your purse. Yeah. But it was like the worst story that I ever heard. That's the, that's, and that's I mean, if that doesn't and horrible. Tell I'm going to go home and like tell you to, you know, sleep if right you're now, hooking up with random people. Like, yeah. Hook up and use condoms. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. We got to answer the not question to be for a Patty, though. Yeah. You just, Patty's got a problem with, okay. So six years, <laughs> I've got to, well, should we answer then after a word from our sponsors? Okay. So, Patty, we're coming back to you. I've got a little yeah. message from the word from our sponsors. Okay. So, um, I want to just thank everyone for listening to this show. And I love being able to have you, to help you have the sex life and relationships you deserve. And I want to give you the best show possible. So, I appreciate you supporting our sponsors who help keep this show free because we won't charge you like we did that one time when we all got all messed up. So, have you ever heard of a massage candle? It looks like a regular candle, but it instantly turns into massage oil. Why do you need a massage candle? Because massage actually gets you, your partner, and yourself in the mood. And the warm, luxurious oil feels amazing when you pour it on. It's your secret weapon in the bedroom if you want to spice things up. Get your partner in the mood and have incredible sex. The feedback has been outstanding. This is from one of my listeners. I bought a candle. It's called Emily and Tony, by the way, my candle line. I bought a candle. My girlfriend was skeptical at first but agreed to try the warm oil on me first and gave me a back rub. Then I reciprocated and then we had amazing sex. She cannot stop talking about how good the candle smells and how great the massage oil feels. I am convinced that the scent, because they're aromatherapy, and the candle helped us through some of the barriers to sex that we have faced lately. I, you know, so... That was like the most amazing mm-hmm. thing I've heard about these candles lately. Um, I created these candles so you can have the best sex of your life. Go to emilyandtony.com. Use code Emily for 20% off. That's emilyandtony.com. Use code Emily. Go to the website and check it out. It's, it's cool. Emilyandtony.com. And support me. Support I like, the show. What I like about it, it's not cheesy. It's, right. It's very it's classy. Easy. Like people wouldn't even know if you're afraid. People right. would see that in your house, they would have no idea what it was. And we have was. the down under comfort on there yeah. and other things. So it's like, yeah, it's it, like classy. We make, we make classy things that you could just, because the candles are beautiful too. You could just burn them when you have someone over. Yeah. You don't have to use it as a massage oil. They're just beautiful. And now a word from another one of our wonderful sponsors. And thanks everyone for listening to the Sex with Emily show and supporting them. So I've, I know a lot of you out there live in the LA area or come here often. And the Hustler Hollywood store should be your main destination for the best toys, erotica, the sexiest lingerie, and most of all, the easiest way to find the answers you've been looking for to spice up your sex life. Hustler Hollywood is a perfect date night spot if you're in a relationship. Browse their section of sexy products. See what gets you both in turned on. It's a great third-party way to spice up your relationship if you don't feel comfortable talking about it with your partner. This way you can avoid those awkward conversations about sex and go right to the source, fulfill your sexual desires. If you're single and just want to have more fun during solo play, you've got to see the amazing store displaying the best products on the market today. Hustler Hollywood loves my Sex with Emily listeners and wants to make your sex life better whether you're single or in a relationship by offering a 20% discount if you mention Sex with Emily when you visit this legendary store. That's it. By the way, did you hear I'll be doing in-house workshops at the Hustler Hollywood store? Even more reason to come by. Check it out, say hello, and check out Hustler Hollywood. Um, and in the words of Hustler, sex is free, we sell the accessories. So mention Sex with Emily, get 20% off any item. Happy shopping. I was driving through... Uh I don't know, some part of Los Angeles. I saw a billboard for a Hustler casino. Oh, yeah. There's like casinos and I got to check clubs. that out. You know, I'm all about the You're casino. You're all about the casino. I know. I should get, <laughs> I love the casinos too. I was uh, in Reno for a minute uh, a couple of weeks ago and I played a slot machine and won 60 bucks. You did? That's yeah. amazing. 
Loved Good for it. you. I, don't, I like, I, you know, whenever I'm in Vegas, I'm there for conferences lately. I just want to yeah. go for fun, like when we go do our drunk show. I don't, I don't see you ever playing slot machines, though. But I don't play, I play poker. Mm-hmm. Poker? Oh, see, I don't even know how I to play, play poker. I can play poker, yeah. Or, yeah, I've done that. That's cool. I know, I'm cool. Okay, so we got to go back to Patty. We like read yeah. an email 10 minutes ago. So basically, here's the thing with Patty. Um, her husband, they've been together for six years. He's only the second person she's been with. She wants to add more passion. They go to the stores together. They go shopping. They buy toys. They come home. He's like, blah. So I'm wondering, the first thing I think, Patty, is your husband going through any kind of depression? Is he on any medication? Is there anything that could be kind of killing his libido at this point? Because that happens in relationships. You've mismatched libido. So I, that's my first question to you is, it looks like he's, you know, excited and he goes to the store. So he wants, his intentions are there. But when it comes to actually performing and having sex, he's not into it. So um, I don't, I think that you need to talk to him more about it and maybe just see about, see what's going on. Sometimes men, when they have certain stressors in their life about jobs or money or, you know, they don't actually want sex as, as often. And you guys have been together for almost six years. And I'm wondering if it's, if, if there was a certain time at the beginning when it was great and maybe you could go, you know, go back to some of those times and think about what made it really interesting. But, you know, we all change sexually when we're in a relationship. We change in a lot of ways. And so it might be, you know, there's got to be, you got to talk to him, but in a very non-threatening way and say to him, babe, I love our sex life and I love that we're buying the stuff, these toys together and there's different ways to spice it up. And when we get home, it seems like you're not you know, you're not that into it. I'm just wondering, like, is there anything else going on? I mean, what do you think, Menace, as a man? Like, how would you want to be approached if you, if you, if, if, you know, he goes to the store, he does all the right things. Yeah. I, and then they come home and he hides them in the closet. Yeah, it's really confusing. It is very confusing. So that's why I'm wondering, like, what else is going on with him? Is he masturbating a lot? Is he on a med? That's, so mm-hmm. I don't know, Patty, but you've got to have a real talk with him about it in a way that's very supportive and not condescending and don't threaten him and don't tell him that, and ladies, you know, blowjobs fix everything. Just you think he just needs a blowjob? Just, just drop you know, on your knees just, when he walks yeah, in the door? Just keep on, keep on doing that, like, constantly, and watch what happens. Swear. His, his whole libido is going to change. Not every man loves a blowjob. But job. see, uh, yeah, the, the 2% out there. But, uh, and then Emily's going to be like, oh, what about... What about her? You know, what is she going to get out of the situation and all this kind of stuff? But if you're trying to fix his libido, focus on him for like five seconds, okay? And then after he's fixed, then you guys can work on it together. I mean, it is true. Like a blowjob <laughs> can be a gateway to incredible intimacy. Yeah. Don't all men fantasize about a walking in the door and a woman just has to have like your penis in her of, mouth? Every day of their life they fantasize about right, that. Right, exactly. <laughs> probably a lot of people are fantasizing about that right now. It is a good thing to do. Men love a blowjob. They do. It's a, it's a real crowd pleaser yes. every time. It's very exciting. Exactly. Dear Emily, I love anal sex, but the girl that I am currently seeing does not. Is there <laughs> any advice how I can help her relax <laughs> and try anal with me? I orgasm harder with anal than vaginal sex. Actually, three to four times harder. Plus, my erection is a lot harder. Is this common when doing anal? Thank you, Emily. Signed, Frank. Um, yeah, it is common that men prefer anal sex and they have stronger orgasms i don't know why i mean i do know why because there's mm. less it's, it's uh, tighter, and tighter. It's, yeah the whole thing and it's the forbidden there's a million reasons but here's about a lot of women have a bad first time experience with anal sex 
and they never want to try it again because there's men that have tried to have anal sex with them when they were drunk or just inexperienced and they had, but they had no lube and they just shoved it in and it was painful and horrible and wretched and they never want to do it again. I don't know if this is the case with your girlfriend, but I wouldn't push it on her, but I would also tell her that, you know, there, you know, you would, it would be very, uh, you would be gentle and you would work with her. And also, the more you talk about wanting to have anal sex, the less likely she's going to want to do it. So I would start with just trying yeah. to play around her anal area. Just with your finger, lightly rubbing it, you could, you know, around. You could also put a few fingers in to help her get comfortable. And again, you have to use lots and lots of lube. And so... Um, she just, you just got to find out more about why she doesn't like it because sometimes a little finger there, she might like it and then you might get her warmed up because the whole thing is a woman has got to be relaxed because normally if a penis is coming towards us, we're going to tense up because it makes us nervous and scared and you know it's a new sensation or she hasn't done it before. So you really like maybe give her a massage with an Emily and Tony massage candle, get her in the mood, talk to her about it and just start with some fingers. Maybe you just use fingers the first few times and then eventually you can move to a butt plug to get her comfortable with that. And then you could try anal because I, you know, I don't know why she shut it down and says she doesn't like it, but there may be ways to open her up again. No pun intended. <laughs> what do you think menace about anal? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know really if it's very hard to convert, uh, convert. Sorry. An- anal conversion. Yeah. Anal conversion. Um, here is, I mean, a maneuver that you can do. Oh, no. Okay. I mean, that does involve, like, you know, putting your hands down there and trying to see if she likes it or not. Uh, it's uh, kind of a mental game do you play. She probably has a friend that's, like, way into it. And then if you guys are, like, uh, you know, if you guys are really comfortable, comfortable around each other, you know, just kind of joke about it and have her friend say how much she likes it. And how you she can how is he gonna find her friend that loves anal sex and then has to have dinner with her and have okay. her talk about anal? Girls I like the girls, idea. <laughs> girls talk about everything with each other. We do. All right. And a lot of times you share that information of what your girlfriend uh, is saying and talking uh, about with her friends. That's true. You might find out this information, okay? If you get in a situation where you guys are all comfortable and talking about it and She's going to, her friend saying how much she loves it. I know this is a perfect ideal situation, but it's, it could happen. It's happened to me. And they just, you know, say, oh yeah, it's great. And then your girlfriend kind of thinks like, oh wait, maybe it's not that bad. You know, right. if they get some, or he should just bring his guy friend that he knows has a good anal sex with his girlfriend <laughs> in case he can't get to one of her girlfriends. Yeah. And then the girl's like, oh my God, I love it. I mean, not every. And there's a thing about you know, like, oh, maybe I'll try it. It's just like threesomes. It's just like there's not every woman is going to be into what you're yeah. into. But I and think- if she's like really hardcore about it, not uh, not going to want to do it. Like, don't don't push the subject. It's not going to happen. Don't push the and subject you're, or your penis. Yeah, and you're just gonna you know you're just gonna have to deal with it. I'm exactly. sorry. Right. You're gonna have find you're gonna have to find other ways. I know, but it's a bummer for men who are really into it and they're with women mm. who are not. That could be a deal breaker. And these are the kind of things that you have to find out when you're in a relationship early on. Yeah. So you don't stay with someone. If that's if anal sex is your fantasy and you're with someone who's like shut down, then, it could be a bummer for you. Yeah. You're going to find yourself anally cheating. It's going to suck. Um, Totally suck. Yeah. So uh, question. Yes. Let's, let's get back to um, – <laughs> we were talking about how you were going to – last time we talked, how you were going to leave – to San Francisco and you're going to celebrate your birthday. Right. Now that your birthday uh, has passed, what is, uh, you know, any uh, timeline that you have 
of finding somebody to spend the rest of your life with? Oh, God, that's so heavy. <laughs> um, you know, Menace, that's an interesting question. <laughs> they made a reality show about this. Do you want to yeah. just watch it? No. Um, I, I think that I am getting more ready to find someone to spend a lot of time with. Wow. Yeah. Finally broke you down after all these because years. Because you said that, what did you say they would help with recently? They would help they'll with... wash um, the car. Oh, they'll wash my car that everyone keeps criticizing do about. do things. Like, I have a... No, have a that's f- not the only reason. I mean, I think it's nice. I think I've just been so mm. driven to... We all know if you saw Misadvised, mm. my show on Bravo, which is interesting because it's a reality show, but it actually made me really clear about some of my issues around, you know, I've been working so hard to make this show a success. I've been doing it for eight years. Menace was there the day one on the radio and it was just, it's been really hard. It's been a struggle. And I always, my mom raised me that never rely on anyone else to take care of you, especially a man. And I thought, well, if I'm going to be working the rest of my life, I better find something I'm passionate about and learn to make a living. So that's what I've slowly been doing. And I feel like I'm getting to a place and that could be, I'll be an excuse. People can work and love. I get it. But I've been just so focused on this, my baby. And I feel like, you know, in LA, I meet lots more guys here than San Francisco and yeah, I might be ready. Yeah. I mean, I would like it more for you for the companionship. Because uh, I tried you, a dog, it didn't work. You love talking, so you need somebody to talk to when no one's there. And uh, the other thing is, I have a friend. She's uh, she's totally about like never getting married, don't want anybody around. Love loves being by herself because people annoy her. Right. She doesn't want to compromise totally on anything. Relate. But uh, she was just moving into a new place and. I had to help her find a handyman right. to like take care of things for her. Oh, that's her. what I do. I go on yeah. Task Rabbit and find handyman and hang shelves. Like I don't have I know, but you could just like totally get that for free. What if I had a guy who wasn't handy fun? though? Then he could call the task rabbit. That's true. Person, See, I call know? I do I do everything in my life and it would be nice to have help. Mm-hmm. But besides that, it would be nice to have a companion. You know, the truth is I've dated a lot and I have never met I don't even know if it's about me because all my friends are like, oh, Emily, because we have these like girl mm-hmm. dinners. They're like, I just think you haven't met the right person yet. And and I don't know how I feel about that because I think that it's a timing thing. And maybe mm-hmm. I've met people that would have been right at a certain time and I wasn't ready. But there could be someone that just knocks me off my feet and I'm ready to start dating and ready to start moving forward and have a companion for life. Yeah. You never know. That would be interesting. It would be interesting. Yeah. Just like you found your companion for life. I know. For sure. <laughs> Okay, awesome. Well, thank you, Menace. It's great to see you again. You too. And I love you being in Los Angeles. And everyone's got to find Menace at um, Menace. On Instagram and Twitter. Those are my, my big That's things. That's his main thing. Menace, M-E-N-A-C-E. Yeah. And um, Sex with Emily. Please follow me on Twitter and Facebook, Sex with Emily, and Instagram, because I will definitely answer your questions if you email me. And also Wednesdays from, what time is it, Lauren? 1231? 1230 to 1, we're doing a Twitter chat where you can actually hashtag Ask Emily and send me your questions. 1230 to 1, I'll answer all your sex and relationship questions. So you can do that. Are there any other announcements? I think that's all. Just that I love you all. And I love hearing from you. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And, um, yeah, so thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily. Hi, I'm Dr. Emily Morris from sexwithemily.com. Do you want to last longer in bed? Permesin is the only FDA-approved treatment for premature ejaculation. One in three men suffer from premature ejaculation, but they don't have to. Go to permesin.com to get the desensitizing spray that will allow you to have the sex you deserve.